the year 2020 means something different to everyone. Ironically, no one saw what was truly to come in the year 2020 before it actually happened. The year started off with the tragic loss of basketball icon Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gigi and all the other passengers that were in that horrific helicopter crash in January. That crash caused the world to literally stop in its tracks. I remember when it happened too because I was at work when I got the news that Kobe Bryant had passed. I couldn't believe that it had actually happened. It was just impossible to wrap my mind around the fact that he was actually gone at the age of 41. Then in February, the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes won their first Super Bowl in over 50 years down in Miami. NBA All-Star Weekend was also as exciting as ever with a controversial dunk contest that I'm sure plenty of us will remember for years to come. The All-Star Game on Sunday was also one of the most exciting games that I've personally ever watched on TV. Instead of having a traditional four-quarter game like they usually do, they had the first three quarters be a traditional 12 minutes. And then for the fourth quarter, it was untimed, and they had the team that was ahead, they had to score 24 points to win the game. So for the fourth quarter, there was a target score of 157, and whoever got there first would win the game. Both of the teams were fighting to get that score so they could get the most amount of money for the charities that they were representing and playing for. Charges were being drawn, players were arguing calls with the referees, and players were actually defending pretty hard, which is kind of unusual for an all-star game, but it was some of the most competitive basketball we saw all season, and I was definitely here for every second of it. Then in March, the world completely shut down because of the COVID-19 global pandemic. Even the sports world came to a screeching halt after Rudy Gobert tested positive that Wednesday night in March before the Utah Jazz's game with the Oklahoma City Thunder. It was that night that the NBA paused their season indefinitely and other sports leagues such as the NHL and MLB followed directly after. The NCAA and all other amateur sports leagues also paused their activities as well. This included canceling one of the NCAA's biggest moneymakers all year, which is the March Madness Basketball Tournament. Not just the March Madness Basketball Tournament ended up having to be canceled because of COVID-19. The global pandemic affected sports leagues all the way from youth leagues such as t-ball and pop warner football to high school sports and even college sports and even summer leagues that run every year and the minor league baseball season ended up having to be canceled entirely some of the players that were in the minor league system ended up getting to be added to their respective major league rosters because they had expanded the rosters this season because of the COVID protocols. If a certain number of players were to test positive, they would have a certain number of players in their system that they could pull up to the big leagues if it was necessary for them to do so. But all of the minor league teams across the country were not able to play this summer or this year in general. The COVID-19 pandemic has affected sports leagues all across the world. There was even events that typically run every year, like the Boston Marathon that they had originally pushed it back till September, hoping that the pandemic would be good by then. But obviously it was not and it ended up having to be canceled for the first time in forever. The Olympics that were slated to be had in the summer of 2020 in Tokyo, Japan, ended up having to be postponed off till the summer of 2021. The COVID-19 global pandemic affected the sports world in a major way. And it's been great to see everyone bounce back to bring us some sense of normalcy in the sports world, or at least for the new normal that had to be adopted. 
athletes were sent home while sports league officials and doctors tried to figure out the safest way to be able to continue their respective seasons. During that time, everyone had to figure out new ways to train and stay in shape with what they had in their homes. People also picked up new ways to entertain themselves and some may have even discovered new hobbies that they'll keep even post-quarantine. League officials and medical professionals all came to the conclusion that the only way sports leagues would be able to continue their respective seasons safely would be to do something that had never been done before. They would have to create a bubble-like environment that the athletes and coaches and support staff would have to live in to protect themselves from getting exposed to and preventing the spread of the COVID-19 virus. Everyone would have to wear masks and undergo daily COVID testing. Games would have to be held without fans and press conferences would all have to be held virtually through video conferencing. Drafts to pick future prospects would even have to go virtual as well. All of these strange changes would be required in order for sports to continue. One of the first sports to return after their pause in March was German football or soccer in the month of May without fans. The NBA built a bubble atmosphere at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The project cost around $180 million to complete, and this bubble prevented the NBA from losing over $1.5 billion in TV contract money that they had with ESPN and Turner Sports, among other money that they would have lost if they did not complete the season. The NBA started off with 22 teams in the bubble in Orlando, and they were able to complete their season restart and eventually crown the Lakers as the 2020 NBA champions. The NHL also created a bubble atmosphere for their players in their two hub cities of Toronto, Ontario and Edmonton, Alberta. The NHL bubble cost somewhere between 75 to $90 million to create. The NHL was also able to complete their season restart with 24 teams and crown the Tampa Bay Lightning as the 2020 Stanley Cup champions. The NBA and NHL both resumed their seasons around the August 1st date and their restarts ended in mid-October. The NBA and the NHL were both able to put out a really exciting product for the fans to watch on TV and keep them engaged throughout both of the restarts. The most amazing thing about this feat, though, is that both of the leagues were able to do this without anyone inside the bubbles testing positive for COVID throughout this whole process. There were thousands of tests conducted and not one came back positive from both of these leagues. The MLB had paused all baseball activities during spring training in March, and they were able to complete an abbreviated 60-game season that started in July. Teams played in their own ballparks without fans, and they only played teams that were in the same geographic region of the country as them. For example, all the teams that are in the AL and NL East only played each other, and that is also how it worked out for the AL and the NL Central and the AL and the NL West. There were some COVID issues during the regular season with some teams, but the teams were able to weather the storms and get through all of their games that they needed to to complete the season. For the first time in the history of the MLB, this past season also included a universal designated hitter and a 16-team expanded postseason. Every postseason team 
played in the wild card round and each series was played at the higher seeded team's home ballpark. And this was a best of three series. And then the teams that expanded from the wild card series went on to the division series. And from the division series through the world series, all of these games were held in a destination ballpark, which was a a bubble atmosphere in either California or Texas. Fans were finally allowed to attend a game in the NLCS because that series was held in Arlington, Texas, and their COVID restrictions are less stringent than a state such as California. The Rays and the Dodgers both met in the World Series after going through a grueling seven-game league championship series. The Dodgers bested the Rays in six games and were crowned the 2020 World Series champions. Clayton Kershaw finally got that ring that he's always wanted. The NFL was able to start the 2020 season on time as well. However, there were no traditional OTAs or preseason this year due to the COVID regulations. Tom Brady made the jump from the New England Patriots to go down to Tampa Bay in free agency, and Rob Gronkowski decided to join him as well. Cam Newton ended up getting released from the Carolina Panthers and ended up getting picked up by the New England Patriots. Similarly to the MLB, the NFL had some COVID issues throughout the regular season with teams either having to reschedule games or games just having to be played without some important players. For example, the Denver Broncos played a game against the New Orleans Saints without a quarterback on the roster. They threw out a practice squad wide receiver named Kendall Hinton, who had served as a backup quarterback in college at Wake Forest University. Games were played on literally every day of the week, at least once during the season. There was a game between the Ravens and the Steelers that was held at 3.40 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. It's been a wild year for sure with the NFL. The NFL is currently in its final week of the regular season as teams are preparing for the postseason. College football and basketball have also resumed after all activities were paused back in March. In college football, some conferences originally opted out where some were all into play from the beginning. Some decided to eventually come back in October and play an abbreviated conference-only season. We are currently in bowl season for college football and have had some exciting bowl games for sure. My alma mater, Liberty University, had an amazing season by going 10-1 and with a victory over number nine ranked Coastal Carolina in the Cure Bowl with a blocked kick. That's a rivalry that has dated back for a while when both teams were in the Big South at the FCS level. Two moments from the college football season that I wanted to share that just really embody what 2020 was. The first one was a Florida player ended up throwing an LSU player's shoe down the field 20 yards after a play was over. The player ended up getting penalized 15 yards for unsportsmanlike conduct. Obviously, that penalty knocked them out of field goal range and they ended up losing the game against LSU on the road and that knocked out any chance that they would have had to get into the college football playoff. And the second story that just happened this past week that I find hilarious was the glass football in the Dukes Mayo Bowl championship trophy got shattered in a post-game locker room celebration. And the players became 
resourceful. The players ended up duct taping a jar of Duke's mayonnaise to the top of the trophy and just using that after they shattered the football. Um, Honestly, wouldn't expect anything more for 2020. In the college football playoff semifinals, Notre Dame got destroyed by Alabama, continuing their awful streak of performing terribly in New Year's Six bowl games or college football playoff games. Number 11, Ohio State routed number two, Clemson, after Clemson coach Dabo Sweeney said before the game that Ohio State didn't even deserve to be in the college football playoff because they only had played six games during the regular season. Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields threw for six touchdowns and had 385 passing yards on the day. The matchup for the national championship is set between Alabama and Ohio State. Alabama opened up as a seven-point favorite over Ohio State. College basketball tipped off their regular season in November, and the NCAA will hold the upcoming March Madness tournament in a bubble-like format similar to the NBA bubble down in Orlando. They are looking at holding the tournament in Indianapolis, Indiana. The year 2020 brought a lot of things other than the pause and resuming of athletic activities. Many people have died or have become ill from the COVID-19 pandemic. Notable celebrities such as Alex Trebek, Eddie Van Halen, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Chadwick Boseman, Sean Connery, Regis Philbin, and others have tragically passed away from other illnesses. Many people lost their jobs or even their businesses due to the pandemic. Medical personnel and frontline workers have risked their safety and livelihood so that everyone else could remain safe. It was a year where there was a heavy emphasis on racial equality in the United States and across the world. Athletes use their platform to bring awareness to the racial injustices that go on every single day. The Milwaukee Bucks started a movement by sitting out a playoff game to protest the shooting of Jacob Blake, who was shot in their home state of Wisconsin, right outside of Milwaukee. Other teams and sports leagues followed suit by either canceling games or practices. This time off led to teams having the difficult discussions with their players about racial injustice and figuring out tangible ways to help fix those issues. One of the big things that came out of the NBA pause was getting a lot of the players registered to vote if they were not already registered. The NBA Players Association President Chris Paul was a huge proponent of this movement along with Lakers forward LeBron James. The players got all of the NBA owners to open their home arenas as polling locations so that it would provide people one more safe place that they could visit during the upcoming election season and vote. Some of the other notable things that happened in 2020 was that the first ever woman MLB GM was hired by the Miami Marlins. She is the first ever woman to become a GM of a professional sports team in North American sports history. And assistant coach Becky Hammond was also the first ever woman to act as an NBA head coach during a game when Spurs coach Greg Popovich was ejected during the second quarter of a game versus the Lakers. Sarah Fuller is a soccer player at Vanderbilt University who became the first woman to ever score a point as a kicker in a Power 5 conference football game. Colorado Rockies relief pitcher Daniel Baird made it back to the major leagues after being out for seven years when he was battling a case of the yips. Philadelphia Flyers forward Oscar Lindblom also beat cancer and came back to play meaningful minutes for the Flyers in their playoff run this past season as well. 
2020 may have been a year with a lot of hardship, but it also included a lot of accomplishments as well. And personally, the year of 2020 has been a year of transition for me. It's been a year of transitioning from college and my internship to finding a full-time job. It's been a year of applying for jobs and networking among the sports industry. During this year, I've been able to start my own videography business and create a website with a personal domain for it. This year, I've also gone out of my comfort zone more than ever before and created this podcast. I've always been a behind-the-scenes person, and I kind of still am, but this podcast has allowed me to just get more comfortable and better my interview skills and help tell the many stories of people from around the sports industry. I've been able to share stories from people on the media side and the business side of the sports industry. Chip Dean shared about his experiences working as the director of Monday Night Football and directing college basketball tournaments. Nick Bullock shared about covering the Tobacco Road rivalry as a UNC student and also about being in Miami the night the NBA paused their season back in March. Ashley Shamady talked about her journey to becoming the Hornet sideline reporter for Fox Sports Southeast. Dave Stewart shared about his experience working in the March Madness Tournament for Liberty Basketball. Anthony Lucides shared about his collegiate baseball experience and about interning in the corporate partnerships department for the Charlotte Hornets. Dan Kelly also shared the story behind one of the most iconic fan interactions ever at a sporting event that involved a piece of pizza. If you guys haven't heard any of these stories, I highly recommend you go back and listen to them. But these stories are just the beginning. 2021 will be an exciting year. And I've got a lot of exciting stuff planned regarding the podcast and personally as well. To start off the year, I've got some really exciting interviews planned. One is going to be with one of the biggest baseball journalists out there. And one is with a proven social media marketer in the sports and nutrition industry. I can't wait to do those interviews and share them with you guys. Be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Be sure to leave a rating and a review. Every review helps a ton. Be sure to follow the podcast on all of its social media platforms for the most up-to-date information and content regarding the podcast. I hope you guys had a great Christmas and a happy New Year's, and I'll see you soon with some exciting new episodes. Woo!